This is Food Talk for Health. Here is your host, Tonia King. Joining me today is Robbie Barbero, and co-author of Mastering Diabetes, brand new book and an exciting book at that. Thanks for joining me, Robbie. I'm really glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Your story is so intriguing and interesting. I love getting into the book because you talk about diabetes from a perspective of somebody who's been there and done that. So give us a little bit of a, a brief summary, if you will, of the book. My co-founder, Cyrus, and I co-author, we are both living with type 1 diabetes. So like you said, we have experience living with blood glucose challenges, and that's really what's happening at a, a top line with people living with any form of diabetes is they're trying to control their blood glucose. They're trying to get it back in range. And the message of this book is that people living with all forms of diabetes can reverse insulin resistance, which is the underlying cause of all blood glucose fluctuation. And what that means is for people living with prediabetes, which is over 80 million people in the United States alone, and type 2 diabetes, which is well over 25 million people in the United States alone, all of them can reverse insulin resistance and completely reverse their diabetes and never have to think about blood glucose management ever again. What I found interesting is uh, your whole concept of how it goes totally against what people have always been told. Tell us about that. That's exactly right. So people living with diabetes are cautioned about how many grams of carbohydrate they consume. So things like fruit are supposed to be avoided. Things like potatoes are supposed to be avoided or limited. Don't eat too many whole grains. Don't eat too many beans because they're too high in carbohydrates. Then you're going to eat those foods, and then they're going to cause your blood glucose to be high, which on the surface makes sense. It's logical. It's like, hey, wait a minute. My blood glucose is high. That's why I have diabetes. That's why my A1C is high. Therefore, I should not eat things that have, quote, unquote, sugar. So, hey, fruit it has sugar, and it's going to raise my blood sugar. But the problem is people don't understand the underlying issue is actually insulin resistance, and that is caused by a diet of excess fat. And when you remove the fat, your body is then able to process the carbohydrates in whole foods that contain fiber, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, loads of water content. Your body can metabolize those gracefully and easily and actually restore your blood glucose to normal levels. And diabetes can go away. Again, for those living with prediabetes and type 2, those living with type 1 and type 1.5, we see excellent blood glucose control and a reduction in insulin use and a reduction in complications associated with diabetes. So people living with all forms of diabetes, the number one cause of death is heart disease. It's not actually high blood glucose that kills people living with diabetes. So you want to follow an approach that not just controls your blood glucose values, but also reduces your long-term chronic disease risk. So obviously low-fat plant-based whole foods is really the way to go. You got it. Those three words, every single one of them is key. The phrases are low fat. We're teaching people to eat a maximum of 15% of calories coming from fat. Plant-based, we're talking about eating foods that are rich in phytochemicals, antioxidants coming from the plant kingdom, and whole food, meaning that these are not, these are not refined carbohydrates we're talking about. We're talking about whole foods here. So when you talk about fruits, that's bananas, mangoes, pears, peaches. Then you go into, you know, starchy vegetables, potatoes, yams, butternut squashes. Then you go into beans, peas, lentils, and intact whole grains like farro and millet and quinoa and whole wheat. Those are all foods that people are taught to eat in abundance, and they end up losing weight effortlessly and reducing their blood glucose values while maximizing their insulin sensitivity. Yeah, there's a lot of good food there. And, you know, it all is 
uh, goes back to food as medicine, doesn't it? That's exactly right. Using our food as medicine as the first line of defense. So Cyrus and I, we're not doctors, but we love doctors. We respect doctors, and working with them is so important to our coaching practice. But at the end of the day, the first line of defense has got to be food. We've got to start there first and then see what medications are needed after that. The food as medicine as the first line of defense. So I'm fascinated by the different components that you talk about in your book. Let's start with that regarding the, the plant-based diet, but then you talk about fasting and movement and how all these things are really uh, all a part of the whole package. So tell me about your plan. So in writing this book, we really defined the Mastering Diabetes Method, which has four components. You just listed pretty much all of them. Low-fat plant-based whole food nutrition is number one. Number two is intermittent fasting, which is really just a savvy way to reduce total calorie intake. And we, science has shown that calorie restriction is one of the best ways to improve your metabolic health and extend your life. So there's many different ways to do intermittent fasting. We go through that in detail in the book. Number three is daily movement, and that is essential for really getting your blood flowing, getting yourself actually more energy, and maximizing insulin sensitivity. And then the fourth component is daily documentation. So diabetes is a very objective condition. And the more data you have, the better decisions you can make, and that will help you understand actually how much fat people are consuming in their diet. And what that does is really opens up your eyes and, wait a minute, when I reduce that and then I see through the documentation, my fasting blood glucose is going down as I reduce the fat. My weight is actually going down quicker as I reduce the fat. So you see all that through the documentation. And when you use all four of these components, you piece it together, this truly is the most uh, successful method at reversing insulin resistance that has ever been developed. The other thing I found interesting is uh, how you mentioned many people have discounted this whole mastering diabetes method. I think you talked about how people were saying, no, this isn't going to work, but it seems that you've proven them wrong. So what happens a lot is in the peer-reviewed literature and in popular books, you'll see doctors with great credentials, have best-selling books, and everybody has success stories, and it's just confusing out there. And you'll hear right now the mainstream message is that Low-carbohydrate diets are better than high-carbohydrate diets for people living with diabetes, and they'll cite lots of research. But the problem is the research being cited is not actually a truly low-fat diet. So in this book, we really define what is low-fat nutrition, why is it being mischaracterized in peer-reviewed literature, and then when you actually look at the literature that does use a low-fat diet, the results are extraordinary. Dating back to the early 1920s, researchers have shown that a high-carbohydrate, low-fat diet literally can reverse type 2 diabetes in peer-reviewed literature. So not only do we have that, we have worked with over 3,000 clients in our coaching program, and the book is full of success stories for people living with all types of diabetes. And, of course, that means pre-diabetes reversals, type 2 diabetes reversals, gestational diabetes being turned around, and people living with type 1 and type 1.5 just getting fantastic blood glucose control, feeling amazing, reaching their ideal weight, getting rid of excess pharmaceutical medications. I think of Chris Hartel. He was using 19 pharmaceutical medications, rheumatoid arthritis, just pain all over the place, and now he's gotten rid of all his medications, lost over 50 pounds, and the only thing he has left is insulin because he's living with type 1 diabetes. So the success stories that we have are enormous all over our website, our YouTube, our Instagram, and really the results speak for themselves, and I always 
encourage anybody who's questioning this, like, oh, man, I'm just not sure, just give it a shot, and you will see the results that you cannot deny in 21 days. So in the book, we have 30 brand-new recipes, two 21-day meal plans. You just go through that meal plan, follow it step-by-step, and watch as the weight falls off, your energy comes back, your medications are reduced, and you just feel amazing. Boy, what a great feeling. (laughs) Um, Now, the other thing I wanted to ask you, I wanted to ask you about is, you mentioned it in the book, the keto diet, because so many people have been so into the keto diet for lowering cholesterol and glucose and everything else. And I've always heard that keto is bad long-term and only good short-term. Give me your scoop and your thoughts on that compared to the mastering diabetes method. So you hit it on the head right there as far as short-term versus long-term. We have an entire chapter dedicated to this. We knew it was the elephant in the room that had to be addressed in mad detail. So this book has over 800 scientific references, and that is one of the most highly cited chapters in the book. And here's the thing about people following a ketogenic diet. I have so much respect for them, and we have so much more in common than we don't have in common. And any human who is going to take the time and the effort to start really taking care about everything that's going in their body and stop eating junk food and really put an effort towards their health, um, like kudos to them. Pat yourself on the back. That's fantastic. And so the challenge here is that people are being confused about the difference between reversing diabetes and reversing insulin resistance. So just because people, and again, I can't discredit the success of the ketogenic diet. I mean, the results are all over the place. You, I'm sure everybody knows a friend or a colleague who's had amazing results. You see the books, you see the research. It's good stuff in the short term. People are losing weight. People are getting off diabetes medications. They're lowering their A1C. What's happening, though, is that they have simply removed carbohydrates from their diet. They've taken that away. They have not addressed the underlying condition of insulin resistance. So the moment that they go and try and eat healthy whole carbohydrates such as bananas or even blueberries or potatoes or rice, their blood glucose skyrockets because they cannot metabolize whole carbohydrate-rich food. And here, an analogy would be if you're a bad driver, if you get speeding tickets all the time, you get in car accidents all the time, and I take away your driver's license, you don't get tickets anymore. You don't get in accidents anymore. But we didn't solve the problem. I didn't teach you how to become a better driver. I just took away your driver's license. And that's what's happening here. So by taking away those healthy foods, the evidence shows that their long-term risk is high for many other metabolic conditions, mainly heart disease, because this is a high-fat diet, which is going to clog arteries, and that's going to be the biggest problem, our biggest concern for people on a ketogenic diet. Again, in the book, we go through the details of what data we have, what data we don't have. So you have to There is nobody who's been following a ketogenic diet for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years and then been studied. So we don't have that data. We have data on what happens when people eat larger quantities of the food that is part of a ketogenic diet, primarily an animal-based ketogenic diet. And the data shows that there's a lot of concern there. And it's much smarter to actually follow a dietary pattern, which has been demonstrated to be safe and healthy in the long term, which is eating primarily plant-based foods, lots of carbohydrate-rich foods to maximize your insulin sensitivity. Interesting. Now, the mastering diabetes method, uh, would you say that you're vegan? Because I think you take out dairy, right? So we, we do take out um, dairy is out. Um, you know, animal-based products are basically out. So yes, the program, we don't necessarily use that word because 
we say it's a plant-based diet, and the point is, is that we're not talking about perfection here. You know, people don't have to be black and white. It's about the more you do this, the more you eat of our green light foods, the better results you'll get. And when you look at the literature, the science that we're citing, it's based on plant-based diets. It's not based on uh, necessarily vegan nutrition. But uh, there's other considerations for veganism. But again, it's not really part of this, this book. This book is about health and, and evidence-based research. And that shows that a predominantly plant-based diet is going to get you the best results. Robbie, you have some great recipes in this book. Can you share one or two with us? Okay, so my favorite recipe, it's the autumn apple salad, which you can actually have any time of year. And it's a very simple salad. You can get these ingredients year-round. It's got cherry tomatoes. It has apples. It has butternut squash, basil, red onion, kale, a little bit of lemon, and it's absolutely delicious. And are you mixing it with any type of vinaigrette, or what are you doing with it besides just all of the... Do that. You can absolutely put... We have many dressings in here, but simple, simple vinaigrette would go well. So let me give you another one here. Actually, um, personally, I just love fruit. I mean, the Mastering Diabetes Method, part of our... Key teaching is that the more fruit that people eat, the better results they get. And what they end up seeing there is faster weight loss through the nutrient density, through the the calorie density of eating more whole foods. So fruit has lots of water and lots of fiber, which means you can eat large volumes of it and actually feel full and lose weight. So I have my own recipe in here. It's called Robbie's Antioxidant Delight. It has spinach, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, apples, and orange and some ground flax seeds. So in the morning, we have an insurance policy of either ground flax seeds or ground chia seeds in order to meet your essential fatty acid requirements right then and there in one fell swoop. And then all the extra fat that you get from the whole foods throughout the day is just a bonus. So that is one of my favorite recipes. It's very simple. It's a great way to start the day. We really encourage people to start the day with a fruit bowl and it's quite satisfying. So then are you doing more raw foods as compared to cooked foods overall? So it's really a a good balance. Um, So mainly people following this program and following the recipes, oftentimes will have a a fruit-based breakfast that is raw, and then lunch will be a much heartier starch-based meal with potatoes or yams, um, rice, beans, stuff like that. And then dinner becomes a meal that usually has a, a smaller amount of starch, could have a smaller amount of fruit, and then a large amount of vegetables. So we're talking about non-starchy vegetables like carrots and tomatoes and then lots of leafy greens like arugula and spinach and collard greens. So it's really a less nutrient-dense meal because as you're going into the evening, you don't use up as much energy, and this actually improves your fasting blood glucose while using or while focusing on the lunch meals being the heavy meal because that's when you're most active. So we want people to have a large meal at lunch, a smaller meal at dinner, and, and a pretty solid fruit-based breakfast to get the day started. Hey, Robbie, what do you tell somebody that just really misses that bowl of pasta? How can they have pasta? So that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, and we, again, we've coached thousands of people. We've had the opportunity to really um, address a lot of people's concerns. And when it comes to pasta... There are many great options. You have brown rice pasta. You have lentil pastas these days. There's bean pastas. All kinds of great varieties of pasta. And when you find a version that just simply is one ingredient, like brown rice pasta is just brown rice, yes, it's been a little bit more processed. But the particular thing about pasta is that it's soaking up the water as you're cooking. So the calorie density is actually quite similar. Rice to rice pasta 
is quite similar as far as how many calories you're going to get per bite. And you can enjoy your pasta. Put some uh, pasta sauce on top, add some veggies on top, <laughs> put some herbs and spices on there. And enjoy it. It sounds good. We're talking with Robbie Barbero, co-author of the brand new book, Mastering Diabetes. How do we find you on social media, website, or how can we connect with you? So you can find us at Mastering Diabetes on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. Our website is MasteringDiabetes.org. And you can go there and get a bunch of free recipes. You can take our insulin resistance quiz to find out how insulin resistant you are. And you can get the books wherever book the book wherever books are sold. So Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Cyrus and I read our audiobook, which we had so much fun with. We added extra material at the front of each chapter. That's on Audible and other audiobook platforms. The book is on Kindle and Nook, so it's available everywhere people enjoy books. It's really been a pleasure talking with you, and it's a really exciting book, and you're really able to help so many people. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today, Robbie. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me and uh, bringing light to this information because, like I said earlier, we have a lot of people living with diabetes in this country right now, and we do have a solution, and it's all laid out in this book. Great. Thanks again. You've been listening to Food Talk for Health with Tonia King. Thanks for joining us. Eat well to be well.